Welcome to the Words of Heart podcast. In this episode, we dive into a topic or story pertaining to mental health. This episode is accompanied with video and audio. However you choose to listen to this episode, sit back, relax, open your hearts and minds. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. everyone welcome to another episode of the words of heart podcast i am your host Dion sanchez and joining me today is amy brenneman thank you for joining me today amy thanks for having me Dion. awesome so amy if you can tell my audience a bit about yourself that would be great okay well my name is amy brenneman and i'm actually a teacher an elementary school teacher but I recently uh, wrote a book. So I'm an author of a book called Boxing the Blues Away. And that is based on me having postpartum depression around 12 years ago. Uh, I had a daughter who um, I was told would be life-threatening to have her. So I went through a rough pregnancy and a rough delivery, ended up with severe postpartum depression. And what I did, I tried many different uh, modalities to try to get myself over it, and they didn't work. And finally, I just got a light bulb went off, and I realized that I should go back into boxing, which is something that I had a very famous boxer, uh, Roy Jones Jr., teach me years prior. And so I used that to help me get over my postpartum depression. Interesting. Um, I know that's a common... um postpartum depression and postnatal depression, which is really common in pregnancies. Um, And I truly admire you finding a way to cope with that through boxing. Um, About your book, which you said you just read in a book recently, um, was that inspired by the um, depression um, part of your pregnancy or how did that book exactly come about? 
Well, the reason I wrote it is because I actually looked up different books about postpartum because I needed to feel like I wasn't alone and I needed to understand what other people had gone through and see if, you know, what I was going through was similar. And so I just started writing my story because I know that those books really helped me. And I thought if I can help someone, if they've had a similar story to me and I can help them learn to box or do what feels right for them to get out of this, then, you know, I feel really good about being able to help heal other people because it was hard and I really felt alone. Oh, so, um, considering what you just shared with me and the unfortunate season where, and do you think, um, people in similar situations such as yours are having a difficult time finding coping mechanisms to deal with, um, postpartum depression or any type of depression considering everything is so isolated and limited with the pandemic right now? Well, I think it's really tough. And that's something I actually talked about in my story too, is that I hadn't been through a real tough depression um, all those years past the postpartum. But when COVID hit, I really did start feeling depressed again. And I had to pull out the boxing gloves one more time to try to get me through that. I know that when you go to the doctors with postpartum, usually you're given drugs to deal with that, which is okay for many people. If they need to take the antidepressants, I say everybody needs to do what is best for them. But if there are people who don't wanna go that route, the exercise and boxing and focus that gives you is just another method that you can do to heal without having to take the prescribed medications. Interesting. So, um, obviously you've written a book and you want to help others in similar, um, situations. Um, if you had to give yourself advice during that, um, difficult time, um, season of your life, what advice would you give yourself to help you cope? Obviously you've resorted to boxing, which is an awesome form. Um, that's one way to get some anxiety out. Um, I'm not really into boxing. I like to. I wasn't either. I hated it. (laughs) I like to fight with my words. I'm considered to be really fluent with my words. I mean, after all, my podcast is called Words of Art. So words play a significant factor into my life. But um, what advice would you give yourself? Let me explain the boxing portion, too, is that I wasn't hitting other people. Oh, okay. It You're just, more, um, yeah. it was, it was an exercise. It was, I was hitting a bag. I wasn't boxing other people. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very kind. I don't like to fight, you know, physical fighting. And I talked about that in my book and I said, this is just a fitness. It's an exercise. I'm not getting in the ring. I'm not fighting people physically. Um, so I was just given the techniques to learn how to box, but it was a fitness style. So, but I would tell myself at that time to talk to people. Um, I really, when I was so depressed, I went inward. I didn't talk to my family. I didn't talk to my friends. I alienated myself from the world. And so it was just me trying to fight this disease and I didn't know how. And so it took me down deeper and deeper and deeper because I wasn't communicating. I didn't talk to enough people and try to get help from them. 
All right, and I can understand um, sort of alienating and closing people off when you're going through something really traumatic or new. Um, just to give you a little insight into me, um, I actually got diagnosed with diabetes at the start of the pandemic, which would be January 2020. So um, I, many people were shocked at this particular news because I had many health issues growing up. Um, I saw it as a blessing. Um, hey, um, this is God's way of giving my life more purpose through my diagnosis, because before I had diagnosed, um, I was really depressed. Um, no, I don't think anywhere close to the depression you were experiencing. I mean, everyone's depression in their life is completely different depending on the circumstances, but um, I thought I could die at any given moment. Um, that's where my depression and my perspective on the matter um, was at hand because there was no concrete solution to what was going on. Um, I had no idea it had anything to do with diabetes at the time. So um, I thought my last breath was gonna be my last breath. Um, it was probably the most depressive time of my life. Um, and I really hope I don't ever experience anything of that degree ever again, but um. So um, back to the being closed off and not really letting people in. Um, even though I saw my diagnosis as a blessing, I was really um, closed off to um, some of my family members and everyone, um, not out of, the, out of disrespect or anything, because I know my family really means well and they loved me, but I didn't really want to, I felt like I would be a burden by sharing any sense of what I was feeling with this particular news. It just seemed simpler to just keep it closed off to myself, um, which wasn't really easy because this potential virus is going around. It can, it can kill you. There was no vaccine yet. So um, how do I survive this new drastic health change and survive a virus on top of that? <laughs> so, um, and it seemed like anytime I would walk out the door, my blood sugar would be sky high. So it was a really drastic change. And I was, I, um, the social distancing construct that was formed when everything got shut down, I sort of already had that mentality before that was even a trend. So I didn't want to talk to anyone or, but um, in spite of me not sharing the news, I did get a lot of inward reflection and it was I found an easier way to cope with it and then eventually learn to share it with those closest to me like I'm okay and I can handle this um so I can understand um sort of shutting people out fully because they don't really understand what you're going through right and there's different reasons that people shut people out. Like you said, you don't want to be a burden to them. A lot of people do that. They don't want to burden their family members or their friends with their sadness or their depression. You know, most people want to talk to you when you're happy, but you have to understand that those people who love you, they want to talk to you in all the different ways that you feel. And I think that's just an understanding that we have to realize is that we've got to reach out. Absolutely. And I, I did inevitably reached out, but it was 
it was really difficult. Like this is now part of my life completely. And now we have this virus. And because of my new diagnosis, my chances of survival are a lot lower than anybody else's. So um, I have to adjust being a diabetic and considering I could have died several months ago and now this pandemic could kill you. Do I really want to risk dying again? No. So it was just a lot, but um, I am really fortunate for my family and my friends who um, sort of, <laughs> obviously they were concerned, but they also understood my need to try to understand this for myself. And they just been really supportive and, I'm really blessed that I was able to survive. We've been in this pandemic for two, soon to be two years, unfortunately, and I am still alive and breathing um, with my diagnosis. So I'm really glad that um, I was able to adjust, adapt, and accommodate to this new phase of my life. Um, so my heart really goes out to everyone who's been um, diagnosed with anything during this pandemic, because that just adds more fear and anxiety um, to the news itself. It does, and I think we also have to look at just being grateful and having gratitude for every day that we're here and that we're healthy and things are okay. I think that's extremely important too with our mental health. Absolutely. So I do have that icebreaker question for you. Um, if you had to come up with a chapter or title for where your life is at right now, what would it be? Um, it would be believing in my own spiritual essence. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm learning how to be me, be comfortable with who I am. It was very scary to share a story and make myself look so vulnerable to the world. And I think that it's just something that's important to get out there and heal yourself and heal others. And so I think that you just have to trust that everything's going to be okay and you're doing the right thing and you're being true. You're being, you know, I, I have integrity, you know, and just go ahead. I'm sorry. No, um, I just have to pause recording real quick. <laughs> okay. So right now I'm trying to be comfortable with who I am as a person and I know that I'm honest and I'm kind. And so if people are going to judge me, that's on them. And I just have to know that this life is right for me and what I'm trying to do and help heal people and be a good person. I have to just be comfortable with that and not worry about being judged with writing a book. Absolutely. And I truly admire your um, title and chapter and your explanation behind it and just being comfortable in your own skin. And we all should have that same mentality. Um, the chapter and title of my um, life, um, it's basically being a warrior for change. Um, I've undergone a lot of experiences in my life. Um, you would think being diabetic while well, a virus is on the brink of 
wiping us all out would be um, an experience in itself. But that particular news hadn't been the only um, health-related issue I've come across in my life. I had many health issues growing up. So I've had to overcome a lot of obstacles um, through my life. <laughs> yes, you can understand that, obviously. So um, I think a warrior really symbolizes and reflects where I am right now and that everything I've had to endure have really shaped me into the person I am right now. And if it wasn't for my diagnosis, this podcast probably wouldn't have started um, a year ago this month. Um, so um, being a warrior for change really is probably the best um, representation as far as a title and or chapter in my life right now. I love it. I think that's so fantastic. And you do, you grow and you learn from these it's sad that we've gone through these horrible experiences or the traumas that we've gone through, but they do make us who we are and we do get stronger from them as we move forward. Absolutely. So I do have my icebreaker game for you. Um, I think you're going to enjoy it. I think many of my guests have enjoyed it so far. Um, this game is called Song Association. <laughs> you're not going to make me sing, are you? No, 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 no. Um, I know I'm I'm not an avid singer, and I'm sure none of my guests are avid singers. So I'm not gonna make you sing it. Um, basically, how the game works is I will give you a word. Um, you can either say it or sing it or rap it. Um, no worries. <laughs> um, and basically, um, you have to say. Um, based off the word I give you, either the song title pertaining to that word or the lyrics. It can be in the title or in the lyrics. However, there's a catch. You only have 15 seconds <laughs> from the start I give from the second I give you the word to come up with either the song title associated with that word or in the lyrics. <laughs> so um, this is gonna be fun. Um, so, so let me find the timer on my phone here. Where is it? All right, so the first word is hearts. Playing with the queen of hearts? You can go with the queen of hearts. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't, I've heard it before, Queen of Hearts. That's, uh, I'm like, the only thing that's popping in my head is like a Disney, an old school Disney video game, but I'm pretty sure it's a song. I think I'm just probably a lot older than you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll take, I'll take your word on it. Queen of Hearts, def, I'm pretty sure it's a song. So yeah, you got one right. And it was before the timer went off. Um. So the next word is words. Uh, I, I can think of this one and I'm drawing a blank though. Um, no more words. Um, yeah, no more words. That's an older song too. 
Sure, I, I I'm gonna have to Google search it later, but the Tyra wear <laughs> so close. Okay, no more words. Okay, okay. So the last word, um, I changed it after um yesterday's interview, so I don't know how successful this word is gonna be for you. <laughs> But um, we shall see. The last word, ding, 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 is change. Is there a song called Seasons of Change? There's not, is there? <laughs> Am I making it up? It sounds good. There should be a song called that. Um, oh, I'm, I'm going to blow this one. I'm sure there's plenty of songs with the word. Um, of course there is. I just can't think of it right now. You're going to probably Google search it later, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, well, Amy, we can go into the archives of the history of music all day long, but unfortunately, we're at the end of this awesome conversation. Um, do you have any social links, any song links? I'm just kidding. <laughs> any social media links or where people can find your book? Um, give us the inside scoop as to how my audience can get in touch with you. So I do have, so this is my book. This is the cover. Ooh, it's hard to see. Boxing the Blues Away. And it is on Amazon. And so they would just have to type in Boxing the Blues Away by Amy Brenneman, and then they should be able to find it there on Amazon. Awesome. Thank you for joining me today, Amy. This was a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I love that, they're out, that you are out there being a warrior and trying to help people as well. Thank you. To all my listeners, thank you for joining us today on the latest episode of the Words of Heart podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or want to follow up with any episode um, for now in the future, please don't hesitate to follow us on Facebook at the Words of Heart podcast. We're also on YouTube under the same name. If you would like to subscribe, tweet, retweet, like, send it to the moon, however you want to share it, please do. And don't hesitate to send me your thoughts and or feedback through the following social media platforms. I am on Instagram at heartwarrior25 and I'm on Twitter at heartwarrior24. However you choose to share it, I truly hope this episode resonated with you in some way. Once again, stay healthy, stay safe. I am your host, Dion Sanchez. Thank you again for joining me today, Amy. And until next time, bye.